0: I was feeling my issues coming through as melodies, as as lyrics. I, I, that's how. So when a person would be prescribed antidepressants for for feeling depressed, mm-hmm. or maybe for homesick or or anxiety, I chose the route of expressing myself through music.
1: Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this episode, I speak with reggae artist Klatabumbo. In our conversation, we cover what music meant for him as he was growing up in Jamaica, how Foundation Mondays at the parlor impacted and inspired his career, and what he's looking for Rhode Islanders to do to better understand the importance of reggae music. We also get a little tip into what Clada has on the horizon to pull our music community together in the future. Thanks so much for pressing play and checking this out. If you enjoy, please tell a friend and leave a rating or review wherever you're listening right now. And follow Where the Living Room used to be on Facebook and Instagram, as I'll be sharing some flyers, show photos, and more from Klaatu's time and music.
0: Yes, man. I am from Western Jamaica, the parish of Westmoreland to be exact. Okay. And um, so I was born in the in the capital town, Sabana Lamar, and yep. grew up. And grew up in a small mountain village called Moreland Hill. Well, that's, okay. that's, wh- that's where I hail from. That's, yes. that's where I call home. And what was it like for you growing up? Well Moreland Hill started as as a community on the outskirts of a homestead which planted sugarcane, reared, reared cattles, um, Mm-hmm. And other staple, other local staple. It was run by the White Lock family. Um, my understanding is that Moreland Hill plantation farm homestead, however they want to call it, was the last operating farm up until like 1987. Oh wow! Okay. So my understanding is that my 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 family my my family line came to Moreland Hill because mm-hmm. of farming. My great-grandfather, oh, Selvin, that. Yeah. Yeah, my great-grandfather, Selvin Henriquez, his dad was was a supervisor on that farm uh, and my great-grandfather took on the role and then my grandfather took on the role. And when the farm closed in the early 80s, I want to say like about 81, 82, mm-hmm. my, gra- my grandfather branched off and did his own thing. And yeah, so I grew up on, on the edge of a, of a plantation.
1: Wow. Okay. Fun. And how...
0: Fun. Pure fun. Like, not not city. Nothing city about it. It's, All right. Um, running through the bushes to get what you need to eat: mangoes, sour sap, You name it. The plantation had had. Um, give credit where credit is due. The, the, the white black family did ensure that there are fruit trees running running the yep. full length anywhere there's a road. There was a fruit tree, so yeah, variety of just, mangoes, you know. So big fun. You just, you just grab fun.
1: some stuff and yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Cool. And how did music come into your life?
0: Music was, was it part
1: of it? I mean, in that, you know, in that uh, upbringing.
0: So you know, as, as it is in the south or anywhere, there was labor. You know, mm-hmm. Afrocentrism. You know, you're you, you seeing, you're seeing for the work to be lighter
1: yeah so, okay
0: so so everybody everybody who i knew who worked the sugarcane fields or who who tend cattles or you know they were always singing that that yeah. that was that was like people entertain themselves or there's a, there's a great saying you're to make the work lighter um mm-hmm. and then i church is a big part of a plantation living too yeah um, okay so christian the christian faith um my grandfather built and owned his own church so i had had singing duties yeah um sunday school the first time you sang was was church church. so no so so i would say the first time i i really sang is walking distance to get from point a to point b you know my great my great grandmother hummed so Mm -hmm. i i hum along you know so music 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 is a part of my dna yeah i can say yeah. that safely it's 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 what we did singing, yeah what were the songs? songs
1: like were there certain um, um...
0: Gospel, gospel classics um, yeah okay nearer my lord to d yeah um you know uh just 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 simple just simple just simple phrases about the day's ending you know now the day is over night is dry night shutters of the evenings you know sneak across the sky you know yeah, we yeah. have to do it. We have to get up and do it tomorrow again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just it's 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 comforting comforting melodies. Melodies mm-hmm. to comfort you during your work day and on the walk home. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's. So I I couldn't I couldn't say there were specific songs or there was not mm-hmm. like a hymnal, but music music is a significant part of of. Plantation living or community living. Everybody sings, you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. and you know, with that, when did you start performing? Like, uh, did you um, like? I guess what was the the, the so, music that was around you? Like, were so, you traveling the music, into... so the music.
0: So the music that was around me was. Uh, this, these are some very interesting questions. Like, you're you're really drawing me back. Um, music. I started performing Sunday school, mm-hmm. so the the sunday school the sunday school teacher was responsible for the opening act so to speak or for for what 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 the church would call the and the the annual harvest festival so this is how the church would raise funds so all all the farmers all the local farmers would contribute so this is when i was like maybe about five six i can remember okay so the contributing farmers would bring in their their produce and 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 donate it to the donate it to the church the church will then sell it Mm -hmm. at 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 this this harvest this grand gathering and as a a member of the sunday school i would have to go up and and perform as a group not as a solo but as a group yeah so that would be my earliest recall of performing in public or performing for entertainment then yeah 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 so maybe about four and a half five sunday wow
1: that's amazing yeah man, it's cool. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Dig it. Um yeah, so when did uh, reggae come into your life? I mean obviously it is a huge part of Jamaican culture and you know Rastafari and everything like that. So um,
0: I I was born in nineteen seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Bob, Marley, Bob Marley died in nineteen eighty-one. Yeah. So by the time I by the time the the eighties the rolled around, you know, we had JBC jbc jbc's jamaica broadcasting corporation Mm -hmm. and then you had radio jamaica so there were like two major radio stations in jamaica um i can remember clearly that they broadcasted bob marley's funeral oh wow and when then reggae music then became for me i cannot speak for anybody else but reggae music then became a mainstay Mm -hmm. because you know everybody was playing marley um the radio was playing it so the community plays loud music. If you go to Jamaica now on a Sunday morning, you'll hear, you know how how unapologetic neighbors are to others. Like this person is blasting Celine Dion, that person is blasting Luther Vandross, the other person is blasting Peter Tosh. Yeah, um, so that's how it goes. So, so I would say when when Bob Marley passed, reggae music became more of a staple for me because that's what the radios were playing. okay um and then dennis brown dennis brown took the reins as the prince of reggae then you know um black Uhuru, um king jammy had started to put out a lot a lot of good music then so early 80s i want to say 81 82 reggae music became a big part of what i listened to
1: yeah okay and like what did it mean was it just the music or were you connecting with the message at that time i mean you were very young um but you know obviously like reggae as it's important you know by the time by the time
0: by the by 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 1990 rolled around i was getting ready for high school and um we we go back to jbc So jbc is jamaica broadcasting corporation they had a radio station called jbc radio 2 and okay and radio 2 Focused on American popular music, so top forty. Mm-hmm. I learned English listening to R&B. Oh, okay. So, so Radio Two would play R&B. There's a program called Float On. They would start like at eleven, at ten a.m., and they they go till two o'clock, ten till two. And around that, it was reggae. So. Uh-huh. Radio was the only entertainment then too. So so was I digging the message? No. I I, I I cannot I cannot say I was into the message. I was into the entertainment factor. The fact that okay. I could I could walk up the street and go to the local dances and I would I would be able to to dance to what they were playing or I
2: mm-hmm.
0: or I sang the lyrics word for word, but not not digging it to the point of oh this is deep and I'm going to become Rasta. Not not yeah. at that early age. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when did that happen then? Or I mean, has that? I mean, from what I understand, it. You know, your, um, you know, Reggae your 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 own your own you know message has a lot of that you know deeper meaning. So. Um.
0: <laughs> well, well, I decided to do this interview, so might as well I just be very open. Reggae music became a lifesaver for me when I moved to the United States in I want to say 2005 when I first came here and decided I was going to stay here that's when that's when it became a bolstering factor for well-being when I okay that's, that's when I moved to Rhode Island before that um 19 between 1996 and I want to say 2000 and 2003 I was an entertainment coordinator starting in 1996 and I worked my way up to entertainment manager until i resigned to move to to rhode island so i worked all-inclusive hotels so i managed i managed reggae music for a long time i managed bands um i worked closely with bands i organized bands i organized christmas events like all the major holidays in in the united states of america we in 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 order to take care of the tourists we would set up events around those so Mm
1: -hmm. reggae
0: so my responsibility was to make sure that the people who came from the first world was was actually participating and 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 getting a chance to indulge in Jamaican culture so for me Mm -hmm. reggae was a responsibility yeah so instead of playing let's say Mariah Carey's banging Christmas album in the property I would play like a Dennis Brown reggae Christmas Mm -hmm. Um, so I was responsible for curating the music and, and making sure that the people were getting a taste of Jamaica Mm-hmm. So, so between nineteen, I want to say between nineteen ninety six and two thousand and four, reggae was a responsibility. When I moved to Rhode Island in two thousand five, when I first came to Rhode Island in two thousand five, reggae then became a savior. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from a, having a Jamaican background, doctors aren't a big thing. Um, talk therapy is not a big thing. Um, talking about illnesses or, our feelings or illnesses around feelings so mental conditions. Yeah. It's not something that, something that the culture, you know, discuss oh, and okay. it, it's very, people are very secretive about that in my culture. And I am, I am a guilty party in that. Re- I leaned into reggae music, um, as a means of one coping with the winter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I was able to like, you know, lock myself in, in 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 a section of the house and, you know, put on a headset, put on a pair of headsets and say, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm going to fuel my soul. And by the time, by the time I went to college here, I was listening to Stephen Marley, Bob Marley, Peter Touch on the way back and forth to school. And it dawned on me that here's an outlet. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was feeling my, I was feeling my issues coming through as melodies as as lyrics I, I, that's how so when a person would be prescribed antidepressants for for feeling depressed or mm-hmm. uh, maybe for homesick or or anxiety, I chose the route of expressing myself through music yeah you know and 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 anyone who's listened to like a project um catalysis miles deep in the attic. You know, you, you listen to that project and yeah. you can tell that this guy has some issues, you know, or had some issues mm-hmm. or continue to have issues, however you want to interpret it. But it is part and parcel where my music sounds pure or, or mm-hmm. sounds like it's coming from a deeper place or yeah, I I, 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 re- I sing about stuff that I know or the stuff that mm-hmm. affects me or the stuff that I need to work out or work on. Yeah. So yeah. To, to answer your question, 2005 is when reggae music became my antidote. Yeah. Yeah. 2005.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Um, and with that, like, what brought you specifically to Rhode
0: Island? Um, I met a foolish white girl in Jamaica and ah, all decide, right. decided to move to Rhode Island. Um, and then, in not, true
1: Rhode Island fashion, no one ever leaves.
0: No one ever leaves. No one ever leaves yeah. Rhode
1: Island once you get <laughs>
0: and you, you, you know, <laughs> hey, Rhode Island, I can say confidently, I love Rhode Island. Oh, as to why. Yeah, yeah. And and, <laughs> and 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 many reasons, many reasons, mm-hmm. but one in particular. I feel a kinship to this place. Like, it, it, you know, you talk about North Atlantic slave trade, and you talk about all the stuff that happened... You know, with you know, with that that period, you know, I feel like I came through here, like I came through here. You know, when I walked onto India Point Park, when I go to Cranston, like, um, I live in Pawtucket now, and you know, walking Blackstone Boulevard, you know, most mm-hmm. most people are fascinated by you know the the quote unquote affluence around the space. No, mm-hmm. no, I I am more into the energy of the space. I feel oh. like. I feel like I came through here, so that's right, you know if i'm to leave if I'm to leave Rhode Island I'm going back to Jamaica, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna go to anywhere else in the United States you know Rhode island Rhode Island feels like Jamaica in a sense too it's small, yeah, yeah,
1: that's cool um and then with your music career here, like when did you start creating that um Like where you perform? I mean, obviously you have your band now and everything like that. But when did so? um...
0: Intrinsic, intrinsic to my to my move, to recording and publishing, the parlor on North Main Street. Yeah, Yeah. that that venue, I hold that venue dear to my heart. Oh, two thousand five, two thousand six. After There was a massive snowstorm in 2006. I don't know if you remember when the school bus got stuck on the highway. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, yeah, it was a massive snowstorm. I was I was thinking about going home. And uh, a, a virgin of mine called me up and he said, there's reggae music down at the parlor and you know, we should go check it out. It's a Monday night. And yeah, I did that. And immediately I found a home outside of the place I lived. Mm-hmm. So I would go to the parlor every Monday night. It doesn't matter what's what's happening in the day, you know. This it, it, it was it was a place to go. Ah. Mm-hmm. I would see regular people. Um, the musicians were were open to people going on the stage, mm-hmm. and that's that's when I decided I was going to record, start recording, and yeah, parlor. The parlor is is where it all started for me
1: that's cool and yeah who were you playing with at that time so
0: i i was writing oh man everything happened so quickly so i was writing i was writing a lot when i was when i was in school because i went to ccri um to do an associate's degree program for therapeutic massage which is Mm -hmm. what i do for my nine to five and um what i was writing a lot a lot of lyrics i was writing a lot of songs structuring songs um i went to class to learn how to structure songs and all that and i was reaching out to a lot of big name jamaican artists local artists here too to say okay i have this stuff i have i i i have demos check Mm -hmm. it out what do you think would you sing this and everybody would say no you should sing it yourself
1: yeah okay yeah
0: when i when i started to go into into the parlor in like about 2006 the Foundation Monday, it's yeah. it's open. It's open to anybody who, who wants to participate. There was a guest mic at the parlor. Mm-hmm. So that guest mic, I would go up there and I would just like open up, just open up my vocal, just like let it rip for four and a half minutes and then come off and the room would be silent. And I'm like, okay, I think I have something here, you know. Yeah, so it's you know, the, 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 the parlor. I give a lot of credit and, and, and a lot, of, a lot of, I've said out a lot of gratitude to Gregory, um, mm-hmm. I, I see what he's done with that place, I see what the pandemic has done to him and his family, the extended family, you know, mm-hmm. all the people who get a chance to go to the Parlour and use that, that space. Yeah man, I do hope that Rhode Island would see it for what it is and go and support that spot, mm-hmm. you know, not not just to have a drink but to go enjoy the music and you know, go into that space and put energy in that space because it's... A space has helped me to, mm-hmm. to, to direct my music, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a vocal gym, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> can, yeah, yeah. You, you can go there and, 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 and express yourself on a Monday night, you mm-hmm. know, with a live band, with musicians who are open to you jumping on stage and work something out, you know? Yeah. So Jinjab, who is the bass player in Natural Elements,
1: mm-hmm.
0: integral part integral part of my development as a Mm singer-songwriter in Rhode Island um OC the drummer um, when I just started he he was very open and and willing to help um Becky Bass amazing amazing person personality singer-songwriter musician actor you name it she Mm -hmm. she helped greatly um when I decided I wanted to go out and perform Gregory was the first person to say okay I'll I'll play the guitar and I'll bring the equipment you need let's let's go that you was, know too. so and then mario o- o- you know yeah. play the keyboard there what a what what a genius i don't know much mm-hmm. if, <laughs> i know this is on record i don't know if he knows he's a genius but yes oh he's, yeah definitely he's, yeah. he's a raw, He he's yeah. he's a raw genius um <laughs> oh, yeah i'm a huge you fan
1: know, of oc and and yeah man, and James yeah, like man. Just,
0: yeah so they, these people and, and just to name a few you know um mm-hmm. brian cabral is the sound engineer there um young brian cabral in 2006 2007 he was he was really open to, to you know to allow me to say to him, Hey, give me some give 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 me some saturation on my vocals, make me sound good. Can you turn me up a little bit more? You know? Yeah. And it, yeah, I all up to those to those guys, man. You know, natural That's elements, cool. natural elements, the sound engineers around natural elements, yeah. Mm-hmm. Parlour, I all up to that place. Yeah, man. That's my yeah. spot. <laughs> Some by boats, by love, and some by play. Only some come to teach, and some come to learn. Hey, some of them come to rap, rap, and plunder, and before they leave,
1: Yeah, I mean, with that, like, when did Roots Government start? Like, when did you pull that group together and and start recording? I mean, from my research, it was you know, twenty nineteen ish or so. But um, so with-
0: the, the the so I'm sure you're familiar with the the Reggae Revival. So that would be Chronic's Protoje, Janine, Jesse, Royal, Kabaka Pyramid. You know, they 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 kind of hit the hit the circuit, the global circuit in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. I read an article that Chronix had refused to to go out on the road without his own band. So okay. he had so he had Zinc Fence and then you had like um Kabaka Pyramid had Beba Rock, or still has Beba Rock. and Protégé has indignation. Um so the, the 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 point is all these fresh cup of reggae musicians
2: mm-hmm.
0: Just looking on how they approach, Janine had dub treatment, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I I looked into it to say, okay, here here are my songs, this is what they sound like. I'm in Rhode Island. If I'm going to champion reggae, I need to go full house. Clatterbumbo mm-hmm. and Roots Government, were, are, are are the names the, the names that make up the unit. Clatterbumbo, me, the lead singer songwriter, the proprietor of of the whole thing. Roots Government. Is an ensemble of reggae musicians.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I started. So from inception, when I decided I was going to record, when I did the Future Water EP, which I started recording in 2016, when okay. I decided I was going to record it, record that project, I started that project. I I knew I needed a band mm-hmm. to support me, and a named band, a standalone band. You know that could play without me even being on stage. You know, yeah. So yeah. you know, so that's where Roots government came in. So we launched, we played PVD PVD Fest in 2018. Okay. And when and we played the City Hall stage, and when we when when we got when we got that nod, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 gonna start off the right way. You yeah, know? yeah. I, my band will have a name. And my band will have the best reggae musicians i can put my hand on and mm-hmm. uh, who was willing to work with me and so that's how it started so Klata and Roots Government is from inception once i decided i was going to record yeah that's that so 2016 the concept yeah. of Roots wow, okay. Government came on board and we started playing together 2018 up until this point yeah and we'll always yeah, government.
1: and who's yeah. who are the members of the band you shut them out
0: yeah so shout out to bass player Jinjab. um this guy don't get enough credit man this guy don't get enough recognition and love you know in in rhode island I, or, i'll say i love him but you know, yes yeah this but guy yeah <laughs> this guy, this guy <laughs> yeah. man this 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 man is they call him dad in the parlor and they call him dad I'm getting these people talking about this guy. You know, this guy is amazing, man. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I just hope he knows this. I just hope he knows how amazing he is. So, Jinjab is the bass player, and he started out as a bass player, musical director for Roots Government. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we we had he was he was the only mainstay with me. Um, we from time, to time we'll get Kalu Montero, he runs 10 rocks and has been a rhythm oh, section yeah. with Jinja with for many years. I think cool. they, they played together since they were 15. So he Kalu will play with us from time to time, and then um, Gregory would chip in sometimes as a guitarist. And um, Sh- Sean Mack, Shizmack, are you familiar with Sean? I'm
2: Sean, not actually,
0: now. So, so Sean, Sean is a DJ, he goes by the name of Shizmack, but he Crazy guitarists, crazy reggae okay. guitarists. Um uh but so initially we we would we would pull we would pull from the pool of players in Rhode yeah. Island. But then when we to last year, so after the pandemic, the pandemic hit, after the pandemic twenty twenty-two, I I took it up a notch. I I I actually brought in a drummer, a Jamaican drummer, Brady Robinson, to yeah. to bolster gin job um i and Vern hill who i don't know if you're familiar with the name bear hill he he's a keyboardist um okay. a guy uh he's from saint croix um okay. but he's a rhode islander too. he lives in rhode island and plays music in rhode island so nice those two brothers veer and Vern. um mike donceru who plays in the ravers from south county yeah and ray genari who runs doctorium records and yeah so dear to me. He's one of my producers too. Um yep. So yeah, it, it, it's... There are... Guys, I'm not forgetting you all, but I can go on and on and on <laughs> and on, and on yeah. of all the people who has helped me with Roots Government. But the the only mainstay up until now would have been Gene Job as a bass player and Brady Robinson as as my drummer, Ray mm-hmm. as a guitarist, Raymond Stewart like I bring in from New Jersey, um, I pull, I pull, I pull players from all over the Northeast, man. Yeah, um, I go far as go, I go as far as New York, I go as far as Philadelphia. You know, mm-hmm. I go as far as Florida, actually. So, oh yeah, wow. You know, de- depending depending on the run I'm doing, if I have a series of ten shows, then you know, I it's a Rhode Island band, mm-hmm. or it's a Rhode Island Rhode Island home based band. But I try to find players who play nothing for nothing, authentic reggae music. You know, yeah, reggae music yeah. has a specific feel. Yeah, It has a, it has a specific energy. Um, you know, not everybody can play reggae time on the hi-hat, you know.
1: Yeah, can every- you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, it's just, it's a very interesting, a very interesting thing to me, Um, you know, uh,
2: Yo, a, reggae, as a
1: drummer, but just like listening to reggae, like it's the feel, you know, like people can feel. like, you know, hit it, and if they're like hitting every note, but it's like kind of you want to be a little bit behind, right? And you know, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you can just talk so, a little bit so, about so,
0: that. So, you know? the pocket yeah, that that pocket, that synergy between the drum and bass,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you cannot manufacture it. Um, the drummer, the drummer, the drummer could go to Berkeley or he could go to the Royal School of Music in England. Mm-hmm. And he will play jazz magically, funk. Oh, he's on on time and in there. If he doesn't have suffering in him, if he doesn't know how to express his pain, if he if if he doesn't if he doesn't want to come through from his essence, that's what reggae does. Reggae pull out your pain like reggae drag you out of your your comfort zone it is so simple but yet so if you're not you have to be in there mm-hmm. you have to be in yeah. there. yeah um, yeah you, you, you can't fake that you can't fake that you can't fake that and you're doing that you're doing that for for as long as the singer want to sing check a band like midnight for example mm-hmm. it, that's it that's that's what it is it's that feeling of you know staying up on it um reggae have a specific posture for the drummer, you mm-hmm. know, the, no slouching, you know, the snare, the snare has to be like right there in the root in, chakra In your belly, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> right there. You know, so it's like you you have to be up on top of it, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so so the feeling, the feeling, unfortunately, the feeling defines reggae.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, yeah, great reggae bands from California you name them great reggae bands from Virginia great reggae bands from Boston that that feels musicians who were born and raised in the United States you know you go to south county in Rhode Island and and mm-hmm. and there are great reggae bands down here but they don't it's hard for them to play that feel yeah you know and 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 i think i think it comes from the oppression of a people it comes from the expression of that oppression without being over-the-top boisterous or disrespectful. It's a way of expressing how one feels from a position of pain. Trying to find clarity, trying to move forward, trying to relate, trying to say, yo, you tell me my people aren't good enough, but here I am. This is what I'm doing. This this is how I can express myself. And most record musicians don't read music. They, <laughs> they don't even know... <laughs> <laughs> Most recommendations can I tell you what what is in the progression, or what yeah. key, or what key they're playing in, you know yeah, and and it's, and it's not to call out call out the deficits, but it's to say this is what the music is yeah I did there, that the, though there, there's a per, there's a personality there reggae has a personality, and as a Jamaican it's easy for me, the challenge is, is to find people who to put in the play in roots government to say this is what it is don't Mm -hmm. don't don't play that don't 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 play that blues note i don't want to hear that blues note just just (laughs) just, yeah you know don't don't add that fill we don't need that fill you know just stay right there stay in the pocket just just stay right there you know give me that fluffy that fluffy surface so as a singer i can actually stand in it and are laying it you know and give me feeling give you know move you you know there's nothing rigid about it. Stop slouching. I look at drummers <laughs> and, and say, "Can you please stop slouching? Sit up. You, can you sit up in your spine? Sit on your coccyx, please. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. Don't don't lean forward. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. You're drunk. gonna yell <laughs> at me if you ever see me play. You're gonna be like James. So sit <laughs> up when you play. You know, so. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I think I think the key. You know, without getting too technical, you know, it I think the key the key to reggae music is to to know that it comes from a people suffering and it mm-hmm. comes from a people trying to make right. It comes from a people saying, Hey, we got something to offer. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it it comes from a place of deficits. It you know, listen to the music, man. Yeah, you, know, you can you can use a drum, a bass and a keyboardist and you can go play a stadium. That's reggae. You know? Yeah. Nothing fancy, bro. Nothing fancy. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy and low and slow. Yeah. That's reggae. That's a f- yeah. it's about, it's about the feeling. Yeah.
1: No, that's that's cool to hear. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm glad that you talk about that stuff. Because I mean, it, I guess, what is your, your feeling about some of this? Because I mean, f- I guess we'll say from an outsider's view, like reggae can get really wrapped up in more of it just being a party vibe, and and more of just like oh, it's about you know smoking weed and and you you
0: are such an agitator, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, it's a podcast, but you know, don't be sorry, don't be sorry. (laughs) But I mean, because I mean, it's just so rooted in in that, you know, about um about you know, I mean. I get oppression I get, and overcoming that stuff yeah, and pulling I, people together in that message, you know. So
0: I I get emotional about it because and I'm going to speak to Rhode Island. This is a Rhode Island podcast, and we're talking about Rhode Island, Rhode Island life and Rhode Island music. Mm-hmm. I really and truly wish that Rhode Island musicians would have taken reggae music a little bit more seriously. Okay. And understand the work reggae musicians have done for liberty. Okay. Li- what do you mean by li- that? Yeah. For, for the liberation of. Example. We won't belabor this too much. We'll make the point and move on. You think of the apartheid movement in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to people. Should go back and listen to all the reggae music that were created in the 1980s from Channel One, um, Dynamic Sounds, most of the stuff that Sly and Robbie did. Listen to Peter Tosh and listen to his content and listen to the music. Mm-hmm. This this music Jamaica as a as a people, does not have nationality as an ideal. They have freedom as an ideal. Reggae music is freedom music, you know. So, like the like, the, and I'm going to tie a lot of things together. The foundation Monday, reggae is the only genre outside of the open mic that you can just walk in and go on stage, whosoever you are. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the essence of the music. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 reggae sound is a liberating sound. The reggae message. Is a, liberate, is a message that calls for liberation and calls for freedom not just for yourself but for others reggae music is politically charged always have been politically charged mm-hmm. and it's about and it's very global in its nature in rhode island it so happens that and it's a pattern that i've noticed every guy feels that he can just like put his buddies together and go on a stage and call it reggae you know yeah, yeah. He, he, he walks in the room and and this is a Rhode Island issue, and I'm and I'm and, and I want to talk about it here. They no, don't have the opportunity. It 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 hurts me to the core to walk into a space where there's reg there's reggae quote unquote reggae music and the drummer is playing a New Orleans kit. You know, mm-hmm. one one snare, one kick, and a high hat, and he's 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 dropping all night. The Tom. When a, reggae, when a reggae, musician, when a reggae drummer goes right, it's it's to bring the thunder across. It's to mm-hmm. bring it's to bring the hurt from the from the core of his body across. Because mm-hmm. normally the reggae drummer don't lose the groove because he's supporting. But when he goes yeah. right, and when he goes far right, it's
1: to hit the floor, Tom.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it's it, it's the it, the colors matter. The colors mm-hmm. matter it's it's it, it 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 when a person call clata boom roots government and they say hey um we want a reggae band i'm like okay what's your event and I say oh it's a kid's party and i'm like have you listened to the music it's on spotify <laughs> yeah and yeah. they're like oh well we need a reggae band i'm like before you before we go any further i'm gonna send you a link and you listen to the music and tell me if this is fit for a kid's party yeah Reggae music is a summer sound in Rhode Island. You know? Mm-hmm. I you know, you know, break the chains from a clatabumbo EP doesn't fit in a summer party.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Peter Touch legalize it doesn't fit at a kid's party. But think of think of think of think of the depth in those two tunes I just called. Break the chains and legalize it. Legalize it speaks about a people, a section of Jamaica that was oppressed. Just for smoking marijuana. Mm -hmm. Break the chain, speak of a young man moving from Jamaica to come to Rhode Island and is suffering because he didn't have his father around. You know? Mm -hmm. It is not, it's reggae music is a fun-loving music, but it it should be taken a little bit more seriously for what for what it brings to the table, which is helping people to find a way forward. It's Mm -hmm. liberation, you know. Show up. Rhode Island, Rhode Island, Free doesn't show up one less, one less, one less string, one less violin. Yeah. they don't, and everybody have to be rehearsed and everybody have to be on point. Reggae music deserves that. It it's, mm-hmm. it's world sound, it's revolutionary sound, it's freedom sound. You know, so mm-hmm. I wish, I wish in this state, musicians would go learn the learn the rudiments of reggae drums, would go go learn. Go learn the classic bass lines. Go understand where the bang fits. You know, learn the purpose of the bubble. You know. Um, why do we have a keta drum and not a jimbe? You know, mm-hmm. you know, why we don't have strings, but we have horns. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, like, yeah, I wish, I wish this. And that's that's the purpose of roots Government too, is to bring, is to bring that to the fore, to say. Mm-hmm. Here's what, here's what reggae sounds like in Jamaica, on the beach.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, here's what reggae sounds like in, in Madison Square Gardens. So here's what reggae sounds like. This is what reggae should sound like all the time. Mm-hmm. Anybody who walks in the room where a reggae band is, it should, be ju- it should be at a resting heart rate and it's pumping a frequency that is going to center the person and bring them to a point of reflection or just calm. <laughs> I think that's that, that that's what it should do. Who's to say what's right from wrong? Who is to judge? And who's to say if this curse shall carry on Will history shake?
1: over some of the recordings that you've done and maybe even just talk a little bit about uh working with ray working with jim you know who who are the engineers that you've been doing these tracks with but yeah let's go over some of your music
0: i I, I will start with jinjab um jinjab is a standalone engineer um he plays all the instruments Mm -hmm. you would need for a reggae track um and i will talk about the future water ep future water ep has seven seven tracks and um I'll talk about the final one. Free, free, um, free, free. What? What was? What? What? Jinjab <laughs> was supposed to go to Europe, and when he got to the airport, the tickets weren't there. He come. He came. He had to fly, drive back from Boston, and he called me. Up, and he said, and he called me. And he said, hey, um, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here chilling. He said, okay, come to the studio. I think we have something. And I went there, and we rode free, free that night. And um, free, free to me is the ultimate freedom song. It covers, it covers all. It covers all the spec. It goes go right across the spectrum, and it's a true, it's a true reggae track. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, um, the EP itself w- w- was was a coming out, and it 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 touch it touches on the different the different um the different flavors of reggae. Um, Youth of today spoke, you know, you know encourages. Young young children and even though it it's it it's I worked on it I we, we 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 worked on it specifically to not just speak to quote unquote black youth you know mm-hmm. um it's it, it we, we youth of today it's a, a more global sound seek direction to your roots rise from your slumber value life and live in truth um you know solid love you know um that's another track on the EP solid love you know. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody love for everyone, you know, for, for the kids in the favela in, in Rio de Janeiro, um the garrisons in Kingston Town, you know, you know, I am trying to on that project, we were trying to um be be in the vein of reggae, you know, stick to the essence of reggae, but be more global. And okay, you know, you know, to kind of move away from not make reggae. Reggae, reggae, reggae sounds be focused only on quote-unquote black issues or mm-hmm. are, are, are poor man issues but be a little bit more more global because not because someone lives on the east side and someone lives in Pawtucket you know you know the the, the conditions are, are are similar we have the similar issues you know so so that that EP was to bring Katabumba to the fore and also to to set the stage for what we would call Rhode Island Reggae. Mm-hmm. Jin Job was open to working with a budding reggae, reggae personality, and he was willing to do the bulk of the work. So he, 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 we, we, he developed the tracks. I wrote for it. I performed on it. He mixed it, and we sent it to Jamaica to master. I did all the artwork yeah. on the project. And I launched Black River Sonics, which is yeah. my own publishing, to put out that record. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to Ray Gennari, um, yeah, that's a sweet story. Jinjab, Jinjab tours a lot in the Cape Verdean community. He goes to uh, he goes to Europe a lot and um, he goes to Cape Verde a lot. And there was a little bit of frustration when we were putting out the Future Water EP where he was on tour and I couldn't get anything done because he, he did everything. <laughs> yeah and um i was in i was in the parlor one night and i asked mike dancer a keyboard player say hey do you know a musician that records and he says yeah i know a guy in south county you should go meet him and went and saw Rage Nari gave me we are chosen she's a rebel and um baseline baseline yeah you know so the relationships that i developed with jinjab and Nari it's basically to form that that Rhode Island reggae sound and so far so good Reginaldi is a standalone producer plays all the instruments you need for a reggae track also mm-hmm. he mixes and masters and publish mm-hmm. so yeah that's the basis of the relationship it's just it's like you know they they do everything and i'm lucky to have them and they they they, they, they help to bolster that Rhode Island reggae song that I am trying to bring to the globe.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's cool, and uh, yeah, you've also had some other newer singles. I devote, um, you know, things like that. So, you
0: know? so <laughs> Rhode Island story, man. Tony Kid is a Rhode Island sound engineer. He he does Cape Verdean sound engineer. He does a lot of the work in Ten Rocks. He, I think, he has residency at the Met, and he okay. is the he is the road road engineer. He's a live engineer for Root Government. Um, he he would fill in on keyboards. He's amazing, amazing musician, amazing producer. Um, I needed a different... I needed to bring... I needed to come forward in a... I was looking for a global sound, but still reggae. And I approached Tony Kid and asked him if he would help me to develop some tracks. I gave him a couple of references and we went into his studio... In the attic at at his place in Pawtucket, and we came up with Catalysis miles deep in the attic. Yeah. Um, so Roots Official, which is the which is the lead track on that project, um, I needed I for Black River Sonics, I need I needed to do more for Rhode Island. I needed to do more with Rhode Island reggae music, and I couldn't. I realized I couldn't do it on my own. I wanted to get other people involved, so I developed Roots Official, the 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 the, the beat or the, the music on roots official, the title, I developed that and invited other musicians, other singer songwriters to participate. And that's how I came up with I devote and you know, that, that, oh, okay. that mini project. Yeah. So cool. um, in Jamaica, there's something called the juggling where you have okay. like slinkting the, the rhythm slinging Are you familiar with the rhythm slinkting Um no. So yeah, so okay. in the 1980s, they um king Jammy's studio put out a rhythm called slingting and there are probably over 15 artists on the same on the same beat so oh, okay it's, it's it's called a juggling you know All so right. i default our track i devote is a part of a juggling oh okay so you, you know you can it's a you say it can be a continuous play different voices different arrangements but the better the track remain the same i gotcha yeah rad
1: yeah uh and yeah can you talk about make way rasta which is the new album
0: oh make way rasta it has certainly become the elephant in the room and it it is you know that project is causing it's causing a lot of changes with clutter it's causing a lot of changes in Bruce government because you know to the whole point of i don't think rhode island takes reggae music seriously um Make Way Rasta is a project that it's going to be my first full album, and mm-hmm. um, we're looking to have fourteen tracks. And it's to it's to show the evolution of the Klatibumba and Roots Government sound. I broke away. I broke away from the one engineer do it all head cook buckle washer approach
1: okay and
0: i i ran down to jamaica like a year ago i did some work with local musicians in a local studio in my in my home in my home parish mm-hmm. and so it's it's um i am producing the project and i am and i have reached out to jin job to, to, to produce a track two tracks mm-hmm. uh, pr- reach out to Regnary he produced three tracks um I went, as I said, I went to Jamaica and I produced five tracks. Um, reach out to other producers who I know have not doubled, but have done work in reggae. Mm-hmm. So make way, Rasta, is to is to lift up the Rhode Island reggae sound and to cement the Rhode Island reggae sound in the upper echelons of reggae. Yeah, not not just a Rhode Island thing. now. make way, Rasta is no longer it's not just a Rhode Island thing. It's a sound that is coming out of rhode island so rhode island can be respected for a reggae sound, you know yeah just make way rasta you know you oh, know yeah, I got you. yeah. It, it, it's so the idea is to is to pave is to make you know clears clear the way and and set it and say yo this is what the sound can sound like coming from rhode island mm-hmm. you know this is a rhode island reggae song yeah you know?
1: and yeah what is that mean to you i guess like i like the that sound you mean like like i I know that a lot of your music or you you know you've had it listed of um and it sounds like you've actualized it in a way of you know respecting the past looking towards the future you know that was kind of things connected to your future water you know but like is that an extension of that um you know with recording in jamaica recording here you know
0: moving beyond what you're
1: normally doing
0: instead of becoming disappointed with how rhode island musicians treat reggae Mm -hmm. or how rhode island media treat reggae i decided time to raise the bar on the Mm -hmm. catalyst miles deep in the attic you know that song time to raise the bar Mm -hmm. i really and truly thought rhode island musicians would have listened to that song and take it seriously and and take reggae seriously you know
1: yeah okay and
0: and and we can you know for your listeners and for anybody who listens in the future you know, you know, if if we reference that track, you know, you say, "Time to raise the bar, man." Like mm-hmm. we, we 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 need not to use reggae as a medium to sell drinks. But yeah, you know, if yeah. if, if if there's if there's a if there's an issue, you know, the, the, it, we live in the United States of America. Um, Rhode Island is no different from the South. It's no different from New York. Black people have problems, major problems. Reggae music is a black sound. And, and anybody who don't want to, to to see from that perspective then they're blind. it's, it's it, it, it deals with those issues more than it deals with anything else. Reggae mm-hmm. it's not just about ganja, you know here here is a musician it's not just about smoking ganja and and go on the beach and look at a girl in a bikini. It, it's it's a platform where you can actually come and say, my father was depressed that's the reason why my family was in shambles here is the solution it's the only genre that gives you the opportunity to do that in my estimation outside Mm -hmm. of folk and you know um so instead of becoming frustrated with the people who i thought would have taken future water seriously i would have taken catalysis miles deep in the attic seriously i said i am going to double my efforts um and I'm I'm going to produce an album from my from my adopted home, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not and it's not to say I'm going to give Rhode Island a gift. That's not it. Yeah. I am yeah. going to produce yeah. music, reggae music in Rhode Island, that someone can actually say, if it's 20 years from now, someone can say, when Clataboombo lived in Rhode Island, he produced this music. You know? Do I want to be accepted in Rhode Island for the reggae music I'm produce producing? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I I and I don't mind being called a Rhode Island reggae band. I, I wish people would do that. <laughs> you know, I, mm-hmm. I wish I wish more Rhode Islanders would would take reggae music serious and take the local reggae musicians seriously and and help them to bolster a genre that that has helped people and will continue to help people and it's like the easiest genre to break into. You know, make re, I hope make a rasta will have young people playing reggae drums. Mm-hmm. I do hope that when this project come out, you will have people who play, you know, if, if, it's, if it's in fourth or second string in the Rhode Island Philharmonic, I hope they will pick up their, in their violin and decide that they want to play on a reggae track. Um, I do hope the trumpeters, the, the bassists, all the musicians in Rhode Island, I do hope that when this project come out, they will listen to it and they would say, Okay, it's okay for my son to play some reggae drums. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give him an hour in the basement. Okay, Tommy, go play some reggae drums, you know. Yeah, Be- because you, you, we really and truly can't find musicians in Rhode Island who are seriously interested in the sound and interested in the movement of the sound. So, that's mm-hmm. the idea of that project to produce a sound in Rhode Island that Rhode Island musician will take reggae music seriously
2: mm-hmm.
0: and take. Plata Boom Boom roots government seriously, that's the yeah. basis of that track of that album. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I mean, I, I want to hear it. Um, I, I'm with you. Um, and yeah, what are the plans for the release of this stuff? Like, how um, do you have um, stuff that's close? Do You have a release date set,
0: or so? So, I I really don't want to throw dates out because mm-hmm. because you know, again, the Future Water EP we did a Future Water the other side mm-hmm. we, we selected seven rhode island musicians to play on the, an instrumental version of that project and again i thought it would have been something that rhode island media houses would have taken seriously to say oh here's a local musicians that is using rhode Island, who's work who's collaborating with local musicians to get that reggae sound palatable to seven stars or palatable to starbucks uh, you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: palatable to whole foods you know but you know again it wasn't taken i don't i don't think it was taken seriously enough so what i'm doing right now is we're preparing to launch what we're going to call and you're the first to hear this we we are preparing to launch what is called the rhode island reggae summit we've uh, okay. we've, we've already we've already under black river sonics we've already signed contracts with the steelyard And we're going to, and August 10, oh yeah, that's the date I want to put, I'm going to put out, I hope this works out well. Jesus, please let this work out. (laughs) August 10, (laughs) August 10, 2024, we are going to be launching the first staging of the Rhode Island Reggae Summit. And, and that, with the Future Water EP, The Other Side, we are preparing to bring out all those musicians to come and present at that event oh okay cool and um so we're we're, we're organizing we're trying to organize everything to drop the eat to drop the album drop a rubber dog project to support that album and then st- start making plans to to present it all at the at the rhode island reggae summit wow so so we we we, we want to make sure that we're sequencing everything everything properly but mm-hmm. i can guarantee you that at the end of the summer you're gonna start seeing singles singles coming from Makeway Rasta and cool. in the sequence of things we we're hoping that it will all culminate August 10, twenty twenty four at the Steel yard for the Rhode Island reggae Summit.
1: That's super exciting. Uh, uh, just you know um, again, just because it's it has been a little bit of time since you put some music out. so I mean it must be pretty exciting just for for that, you know, everything that you've been working on just to <coughs> have some new music come out.
0: In a sense, in a sense, it, it it used to be very exciting to put out music, yeah, like okay. oh, you're like yeah, yeah, we're gonna do this and and it's gonna do well and blah 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 blah. But, but, you notice the pattern? We put out seven songs. We put out four. We put out seven. We put out one. We put out we put out three, and we put out one. We we I think I think. At Black River Sonics, I think we've come up with a good, a good enough approach to put out chunks. To 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 to, you know, it's like I don't want to use the word dose dosage mm-hmm. because I think that's how mainstream mainstream um, um um production houses operate. They 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 try to they try to hit doses. You know, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to lay a platform I'm trying to lay a foundation
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying like I'm really not trying to to be the the, the funky the, the 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 popular guy and that, that's not my that's not my that's my, my role that's not my responsibility that's not my direction I want to collaborate with local musicians I want to let local musicians know that reggae music is viable it's 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 a necessary sound and it doesn't have to be a summer sound. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I cannot I cannot take the approach of the guy who wants to be popular and who is trying to be popular before he focuses on his responsibility as a musician, mm-hmm. or as, a, as, as, a, as a production um, um, and publishing house. I'm mm-hmm. trying to develop a reggae publishing house in Rhode Island. That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get young people interested in the sound. I'm hoping that within the next five years or so, we can have a reggae band that that, that is that are a bunch of teenagers. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that. I'm hoping for that. You know, I am I am really and truly hoping that reggae music will be the sound that bring families out in the respective parks that we have here. And not necessarily at a dive bar taking down a couple of shots before you go on stage and play or before you actually delve into the sound. I mm-hmm. want. I am really and truly hope that our work at Black of Asanics, Clatabombo, and Bruce Government will bring forth a music that is palatable, that is original, that is um, that is genre shifting. Mm-hmm. That's that's the focus. Collaboration. I'm mm-hmm. hoping for collaboration. So that's where I am right now as a musician living in Rhode Island. I'm yeah. hoping to collaborate. I'm I'm hoping to have musicians taking reggae seriously that's Mm -hmm. the focus right now you Mm -hmm. know so that's and, and so excited yes that we're going to put out sound but i'm right now i'm more focused on the responsibility to make sure that the sound is produced properly mixed mastered release dates are set set and and streamlined so yeah it's not about dosage it's about you know maintaining what we've done so far and 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 create a big enough deep enough foundation that people will take reggae music seriously in this state i think rhode island has an opportunity and i want Mm -hmm. to be a part of that Mm -hmm. that's my focus yeah yeah
1: Let's. i mean just hearing you you're just very passionate about that and having that is just like that is going to lead <laughs> to that direction you know um, oh yeah it's so, it's, it's, it's not
0: uh, fun being me man <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um yes sir all right well I'll, I'll say it now but like i'm here for you if i can do anything to help amplify anything that's the, the least i can do so just please you know stay in touch with anything or yes whatever else you know yes um, man
0: you're doing it no you're doing it no you're doing yeah. no. This is the collaboration I I I ask for. This is the mm-hmm. collaboration that I need. Someone who is interested in the sound mm-hmm. and 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 is using their platform to you know to help to help to bring it bring it forward. I I mm-hmm. to I listen to your podcasts in preparation for this interview, and I I, I hear the conversations, man. And mm-hmm. I am I am happy that there is someone in Rhode Island. Thank you so much i'm happy that there is someone in rhode island who is who's looking out for rhode island i'm not trying to be boston i'm not trying to be new york you know Mm -hmm. because we are so lucky here the Mm -hmm. airport is 15 minutes away from any angle yeah yeah you know why 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 aren't we exporting reggae musicians why aren't we exporting a reggae band Mm -hmm. you know why are we watching others do it you know why is rhode island not more attractive to the national acts who play reggae, you know, why mm-hmm. doesn't Groundation come here and play? You know, you know why? You know why yeah, doesn't Steve and Ziggy come here more often? Mm-hmm. You know, why do we have to pay sixty dollars to go over to Bull Point Park to go see a reggae act? You know, you know why? Why I'm serious, like why? Yeah, why, yeah. why aren't we? Why aren't we not doing it? You know, here, why aren't yeah. we not doing it here? Mm-hmm. When when everybody is fifteen minutes away from each other, mm-hmm. and everybody has a studio. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? yeah. So yeah, and so thank you so much man for taking the time of to course talk yeah. to me, man, because um it matters.
1: Yeah. Um do you have anything lined up show wise that you want to shout out where people can check out so um your live performance?
0: So right now I've been getting a lot of requests. I've been uh, you know, people have been asking and I'm asking everyone please be a little bit patient with us. We are looking on make Re Rasta. We're looking on yeah. how we're going to, you know, like get that ready and get that ready to put out. Um, we are we are preparing to go into rehearsals now. So we have planned to do some pop up concerts. Um, we want to. We want. We, last year we did a lot of pop concert, pop up concerts. We went out with full sound and we played. We played in in several several venues and we're hoping to do the, do it this year again. Uh, free events. You know, just to, but we we have to make sure that everything is right. Um, mm-hmm. People can find out um, what we're doing at klatabumbo ClataBumbo.com or klatabumbo's um, Facebook page, klata on Instagram. Um, just 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 pay attention, just give some attention to what's going on yeah. in the socials, and we'll put it out there. We'll cool. we'll put we'll be putting out something soon. Nice, yeah, man.
1: All right. So, yeah, just one more question for you. And it's one I always ask at the end. Um, I just would like to know what you'd say is your greatest music accomplishment to this point.
0: My greatest accomplishment in music thus far is to be called by reggae and, and, and to add to that, you know, just, I heard, I -hmm. I heard, I heard the call and I'm taking the responsibility and uh, I'm taking it seriously. And um, I've committed myself to the movement of the reggae sound in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. in the Northeast. I've, I've, I've committed to it and I think that's my greatest achievement. It's, it's not something that I'm doing as a hobby. It's not something that I'm, I'm doing off of the flyer because I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I do see this as a calling and um, you know, musicians in this great state, I am begging for you to see see the opportunities that we have Rhode Island has an opportunity to do right by music at large not just reggae you know mm-hmm. it's a very small state it's very talented very talented like Rhode Island is solid you know guitarists you know people that play brass instruments strings piano you name it it's all here you Mm -hmm. know we don't have to be boston we don't have to look to new york they should be coming here to ask us to participate they should ask us permission to come into our state can we participate but we need to collaborate we need to get together Mm -hmm. we need to get together we need to get together as artists you know we need to get together as people i you know so my greatest accomplishment i think is to see the need for that and is moving toward it
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well ton of respect for you um, much respect to you too man you know klata you're amazing thank you can't thank you really man. thank you enough for doing this so
0: yes man. For your time. yes man thank you so much man and i i do hope to meet you in person and i don't know what you do but we'll, we'll have a we'll have a cup of tea <laughs> oh yeah yeah that'd be fun <laughs> yeah, man. much respect um, thanks again Ooh. I wish that you were around. Hey, hey. So I'm begging you to pray for me. Hey. Mama, it's your pain that brought me to life. to life. It's your struggles I reference all the time when I need to hold a mind. Times than not, the belly doesn't get what it needs. Be assured, I've learned to sacrifice today, so I may feast another day. Promises were to comfort folks. They told I that the streets were bathed in gold. Rice, every step we take, my foot bottom, meet concrete, mama. Can't find a place to plant no seeds. Mama, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Oh me. Mama, pray for me. Oh, your son need your guidance. Oh, mama, pray for me. Pray for me. Mama, pray for me. Pray for me. Mama, pray for me. Oh, I need your prayers. all different colors, all different faces, all different faces, some are so me. Never would I have a little food. Hey, the summer so me. The ones atop at are awfully rude. These are stems. Star- I look to mom when I need to be brave and strong. Oh, mama, pray for me. Pray for me. Mama, pray for me. Pray for me. Mama, pray for me. Oh, your child need your blessing. your bed at night. Oh mama pray for me. And as you give thanks for the rising sun. Oh mama pray for me. And when you pray to break your fast. Oh mama pray for me. And when you bless the dinner table please. Oh